0: Host regular season superlatives here at Locked On Virginia. Follow me now. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. good day viewers and listeners i am your host big law lawrence johnson and welcome to the locked on virginia cavaliers podcast your first place to come to get your wahoo fix every day as part of the locked on podcast network today's title sponsor is fanduel this episode is brought to you by fanduel sportsbook official sportsbook of locked on make every moment more visit fanduel.com Forward slash locked on today to get started. So yeah, everybody. As I said, this is the end of regular season superlatives. Of course, today three twenty three. It is a Friday, not just a regular Friday. It is post end of game. What is this? End of game eve uh, season. This is uh, the last game. So this is when we're going to have the seniors uh, honored for their efforts for being uh, on campus, you know, and all colleges are going to go through this. They have their senior day, last home game of the year, or some may have already had it. Uh, But of course this is on the heels of a win against a much needed big win against Clemson. Uh, Of course they won 64-57, which stopped the slide down, you know, this depressing hill of what we feel and what we usually see is what uva basketball is now that they've kind of halted you know the fall they still have a chance to get a share of the championship uh regular season championship uh more importantly they got the double bye uh but we'll see some more some things happening with uh they got louisville and we'll talk a little bit about that a little later but the superlatives are here uh in my Vision and what I think now what I want you guys to do viewers and listeners fans and friends make sure you subscribe You know click that subscribe button click that like button That's going to help me out and help us out here continue to bring you this exclusive University of Virginia Cavaliers content uh, every day every week every season as it continues to grow here but um, you know, but before I give you some superlatives, okay for the year Let me just break down some stats, and maybe you guys can kind of formulate in your mind who you think should get some of these superlatives. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give the regular season MVP, okay? I'm going to give the defensive player of the year. I'm going to give the offensive player of the year. Then I'm going to give rookie of the year. So that'll kind of give you an idea of where I'm going with all of this. So jumping right in, let's talk about some stats here. A lot of times, when you talk of superlatives, you really look at numbers. And a lot of times, the numbers are can be misleading, but in case we're talking about Virginia, they are, in my opinion, not necessarily misleading. I think that they are kind of, uh, they really give an indication of what kind of players uh, they were and also what they brought to the team. One thing about this team in particular, everything was very spread out. Tony Bennett has usually a seven and a half, man. I say half because, you know, sometimes that eighth man will get in and sometimes he will not get in. So, you know, when Tony kind of drills down, you know, he kind of makes it so that, you know, he can trust. He feels like he can trust a certain amount of players at one time. I think he coaches those guys, uh, you know, just to be, I guess, the way that he coaches, you know, he wants them to be a certain way in the game, and he doesn't want it to be, you know, so varied, you know, in what he in what he teaches them from game to game, especially in crunch time. But he did go against his, in game now, he did go against his philosophy, you know, with that as well. I saw Tane Murray come in the game. Haven't seen Tane Murray for 20 games. He put Tane Murray in the game, and maybe Tane just coming into the game was just to maybe spread some things out. Um, you also saw Poppy Cafaro come in the game. You didn't see Caden. Um, I still don't know what's going on with Caden. Um, I, I I don't know. It's very it's very odd what's going on with the Tane Murray Poppy Cafaro, uh mix. You know at center, but. For right now, you know, we're going to continue to talk about, you know, what Coach Bennett is doing and also the, the stats before we get into the superlatives. So, Amon Franken, of course, lean score, you know, averages 12.4 points, four rebounds, one assist. Jaden Gardner, 11.6 points a game, five rebounds. Uh, Keehey Clark, 11 points, 2.5 rebounds, uh, 5.7 assists. Reese Beekman, 9.4 points, three rebounds. Five assists, Bennett vanderplas 7.4 points, 4 rebounds, 1.4 assists. And then you got uh Isaac McNeely averaging 16, excuse me, 6.6 points, and Ryan Dunn averaging 2.6, and Caden Shedrick averaging six points and three re- four rebounds a game. So that kind of gives you an idea of where I'm going. And you know, where this team, I think, where they sit in the ACC right now and what they can do is totally in their hands right now. They had an opportunity to ride off into the regular season going into the next phase of the, of the season, going into uh tournament time with the championship, you know, with the regular season championship and there was number one seed locked up, but they had just a downhill, um, a uh, few, just a lot of down here moments late, late, late in the year with this team, where they're losing uh, two games to one to North Carolina. First one they lost was the BC in this terrible stretch, but they had been laboring and having a hard time for the past uh, five games before that. So it wasn't like this was a surprise. You know, I had talked about it in previous shows that all right, this cart starting to go downhill. And it's just picking up momentum, and then when it finally got to Boston College, it hit the ground and kept going through the ground, and they still hadn't figured out what they could do to turn it around and, and to, it's a, you know, figure out where they are, you know, as a team. But let's figure this out before we go any further. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. You can include core markets, spreads, money line, all different types of things, total, that's also another opp- uh, opportunity to make some money, players' props, player points, rebounds, assists, etc., and so many more. Exclusive bets like two times three, two three-pointers in the first three minutes. That seems pretty cool. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get the no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com forward slash locked on that's fanduel.com forward slash locked on to learn more make sure make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba thank you for making locked on virginia your first listen every day make sure you check out our brand new podcast Locked On College Basketball, everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available wherever you get YouTube and all of your podcasts. So yes, everyone, jump it back in. If you're ready, I'm ready. We're going to do the superlatives right now. We'll talk a little bit about why I gave these out. So here goes nothing. Regular season, 2023 superlatives for the University of Virginia Cavaliers basketball team. First, let's start with the rookie of the year. All right. Rookie of the year was very difficult for me to anoint. Now, because of this, I had to split it. All right. So I have a co- Rookie of the Year, Uh, and as I have the co-rookie of the Year uh, award, I I had to figure out how I was going to do it. But it was too much talent, too many game-changing moments by one player, and one player was pretty much the best consistent shooter. And the, the, the sky's the limit. Everything looks bright. Usually, this wouldn't be a hard award to give up, to give away. Just jump into it. My first award for Rookie of the Year, which I had to split it, so we have two co-rookies of the year. First, I'm going to give one to Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn, his numbers totally fools you if you try to go off of numbers. Ryan Dunn, quite frankly, is... The biggest game changer on this team. I can count maybe six to seven games that when he's come in with a highlight play on defense uh, or, or a highlight dunk, a highlight, an energy changer, a game changer, you know, on offense, he has. Done so many things during so many games to change the energy and the trajectory of a game based off of his big plays. You know how you have like a Deshaun Jackson in football where, you know, he may not get a, you know, he may not get a lot of targets, but when he does make a play, it's like a backbreaker or it's like such a big play. It almost ties up or, or cinches the game, clinches the game for a, for a team. That's what Ryan Dunn is, the ultimate X factor. And he has won that award. He almost, in my opinion, I was going to give it to him exclusively. But then I had to pull it back a little bit. And I had to think. I can't leave my man Ike McNeely out, man. Isaac McNeely. And the reason why I can't leave him out is because he is the most consistent three-pointer shooter on the team. Even though he's coming off the bench, he's a rookie. The kid is a dead-eye three-point shooter. And then he's taken over a few games himself, you know, when the team needed outside shooting and they could not score. And Tony Bennett was not giving in my opinion, not giving him in the minutes and and therefore limiting his shots. The kid can just straight out shoot. The future for Isaac McNeely is so bright from a scoring shooting standpoint. I, I am imagining him in the next year or two, just shooting like five or six three-pointers in a game. You know, he's just a freshman. He's getting bigger and stronger, faster, you know, and now he's also have he's tapped into his ability to drive and finish at the bucket, you know, a, a, as a first-year player. He could always shoot, but now driving to the bucket, I'm looking at him averaging 15 points a game. Let's go, you know, <laughs> Ike McNeely. So Cole had to do it, guys co-rookies of the year. Less work. All right, next thing I got, offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, I got to give it to Jaden Gardner. Jaden Gardner, 13 preseason ACC. The most consistent score, not the highest score, the most consistent score on the team, especially when this team is down, not when this team is up or tied or has the confidence that they need to um, continue on to, to to lead and and close out the game. I'm talking about a player when the chips are down and things get tough and it's and it's a gritty situation. My guy, Jaden Gardner, consistently coming in, scoring points, shooting that nice silky mid range jumper. Jaden Gardner, offensive player, second leading scorer on the team, averaging 11.6 re, uh, points a game. 5.5 rebounds, just a uh, consistency. One of the consistent players that you need for any kind of success, and you know him being the player who scores in the paint most of mostly. Uh, that's what you need: an undersized power forward, effort rebounder, um, but he can shoot that little mid-range shot. And when he gets going, usually the team really benefits, and the, and, and it almost. Makes the team almost impossible to cover if he's making and scoring his points uh, in, at close range uh, with the mid range. Offensive player of the year, Jaden Gardner. Now we're getting a little higher here. We're going defensive player of the year. <sighs> defensive player of the year, Reese Beekman. Got to give it to Reese. He's done the Reese Beekman show for the entire year, locking down the most explosive most dangerous perimeter players for every team now there were some players that really got at reese and reese got uh shown up a little bit but when it came down to a brass tacks reese still getting in the lane steals uh getting steals changing the momentum of uh of games on the perimeter got to give it to reese Beeman. um I mean, my guy is the only player. Well, I'm not going to say the only player, but the player on the team currently where a lot of NBA players or a lot of NBA scouts have looked at him and said he's the one who has a possibility to go in the first round of the draft. You know, um, he's starting to pick it up again. You know, he's starting to be more assertive on the offensive end, and they need that come tournament time because right now it's pretty much do or die. You got to keep winning or you're going home and they're going to need him to continue to be the defensive stopper that he has been his whole career at the university of Virginia. So Reese Beekman, defensive player of the year, 2023 Virginia Cavaliers. And now I finish it up with the MVP. And this was a, a, a tough one, but I really went back and forth on who the MVP was. Now, somebody's going to be left out. And you guys may yell at me. Leave some comments in there. If you guys agree with me, you disagree with me, just throw your comments in there. You know, tell me what you think. You know, if you agree, if you disagree, let me know. But I'm going with this. My MVP of the year for this season is Mr. Kihei Clark himself. Mr. Wahoo, who really in my opinion, gives this team the heart, the grittiness, the experience that this team has needed to get where they are. They're getting ready to either tie for uh, first in the regular season for any ACC, and he's continuing to do his thing. Uh, You know, became the all-time assist leader and it also became all-time games played, all-time wins, all-time games played. Whatever it is, Kihei has, has has surpassed everything. Minutes played, the guy is a warrior, you know, for the squad. And we, you know, all the people who have criticized him over his career, we're going to really miss him next year. I don't care what you guys say about that. We're going to miss Kihei next year and his consistency. Yeah, he makes some mistakes. He makes some turnovers. Or he has some bad turnovers, he gets blocked because maybe he's being a little over aggressive. Maybe he passes up on some shots that maybe we think he should take. But really, his consistency as a leader on this team is unparalleled and is, my opinion, the main reason we're in the position that we're in. Bottom line. So right now, my MVP regular season is KA Clark, MVP. And honorable mention, okay, was Armand Franklin. Armand Franklin was the leading scorer of the team. He averaged 12.4 points, uh, 4.2 rebounds, and 1.1 assist. He was the leading scorer, but it was either, you know, give him the offensive uh, uh, player of the year, but he would disappear in stretches, like really disappear, you know, um you know it was like he had he scored more points you know more points per game but he would also have some really small scoring uh games as well so i, I just couldn't give it to him jaden gardner and and in times when it was tough uh consistently i seen jaden gardner step up and continue even in those losses in those tough times jaden gardner just kept producing you know hard times and in good times you got to give it to Jaden. And then the regular season MVP, I'm looking at more than just scoring. All right? I had to go with my man Kihei Clark because defensive end, you've seen him spark the team on the defensive. You've seen him spark the team on the offense. You've seen his leadership. You've seen him put, put players in the proper position to score and also players in proper position to play tough defense. The leader. And then, of course, the unquestioned leader, the heart of the team, the heartbeat, is Kihei Clark, Okay? So he was my season MVP. Comment, give me your idea. Tell me what you think. You know, but that's what I feel is the uh, uh, the superlatives. Those are the superlatives for the University of Virginia, two thousand twenty-three. And I know I'm doing it a little early. They still have a game tomorrow, and I will be in the house against Louisville. Cause Louisville gave them everything that they wanted in Kentucky a few weeks ago, and almost pulled off the upset. Uh, so. Two o'clock, make sure you go, uh, you know, have your what we call beverage of choice. Also, your food of choice, whether it's wings or whatever, you know, pizza. Make sure you get settled because it's going to be a good game. I think, you know, the University of Virginia uh, players and the seniors, you know, we're going to have Kihei have a walk off, you know, to the sunset with his parents. He kind of did it last year, but wasn't sure if he was coming back. Glad he came back, but this is definitely a walk-off this year into the sunset. Uh, Also, uh, Armand Franklin, who has the opportunity to uh, come back or not come back. You know, that'll be interesting. I'm going to try to record uh, as much of this as I can for the seniors. I'll get there. I'm always there early, but I'll make sure that I'm settled, seated, and see if I get a good view of all the players uh, on senior day before they get out of here, out of University of Virginia for their last game for the regular season. Uh, Jaden Gardner as well, you know he's leaving, and uh, you know he'll be graduating out. Uh, I think he's out of eligibility for this. And then Poppy Caffaro as well, I uh, believe he's going to participate. But we'll get you some more information about that as the uh, day goes on. But I'm going to see you guys maybe a little bit later or tomorrow, and I'll do a tale of the tape for this Louisville game. Just make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Virginia here with Big Law. Also, catch me uh, on Facebook, Well, you know where you can find me. Look for Big Law, Seven City Shop Talk Sports, Lawrence Johnson. You can get me there and uh, check out some of my other content. Also, you can check me on Seven City Shop Talk Sports, my other brand. Um, also, No Quarter, holler at my guys uh, for that. And there's a whole bunch of different things coming down the pipe. It's great. Um, not to mention, March 14th, we have spring football starting. The game is April 15th. But March 14th, spring football starts for the University of Virginia. A whole new cast of characters on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Looking forward to seeing what happens, you know, as far as quarterback goes and wide receivers as far as the starters. So we need to figure that out. We got a lot of transfers in. They actually did some interviews yesterday. And uh, we'll bring you some news about that as well. But I got to say, thank you, guys. We love you. All right? But before we go, looking for a delicious treat. But don't want the fat and calories, then you gotta try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal was to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, when you wanna eat a little healthier, but don't want the compromise, to compromise, taste, then man, I've got just a thing for you. You gotta try Built. With Built, healthier is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for, you know, the New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built Bar does it, but these bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazingly good macros. And what's better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories, and four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run into Sam's Club and grab a 13-bar box or at our, with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro, you can thank me later. Thanks again for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball, everything you need to know about college basketball in one place, plus hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, guys. I love you. I will see you later today and tomorrow uh, for the Louisville game. Thank you for making it. You know, this is great. We'll keep this train rolling, but make sure you subscribe and like, and we'll keep this baby rolling for you. Wahoo I'll see you guys a little later. This has been Locked On, Virginia.